Hello, you guys. Welcome to the second episode of the podcast. (sighs) It's Sunday and it's 9.24 a.m. And I'm literally doing this right before I go off to, I believe I have hot Pilates today. I don't even know. I'm going over to Sweat and Tonic and I'm going to be doing a hot Pilates class, I believe, at 12 o'clock. And so I just thought I would pop on here really, not quickly, I really wanted to kind of talk about building a routine. I think it's the perfect day to do so because it's a Sunday. And if you know what Sundays mean for me, then you are a real one. (laughs) You're probably a friend of mine who understands just how important my routine is to me and just how important every single Sunday reset is. I truly think I am like a firm believer that your routine is the basis of your well-being and your wellness journey and being able to stick to consistency. I truly think that routine is one of the first things that if you're just getting started on a wellness journey that you need to take the time to kind of figure out for yourself. And something like a routine is something that takes a lot of trial and error. I really want to preface this episode and just say that my routine has been a process of figuring out what works for me over the past year and a bit. Ever since I graduated university, I completely changed my life around for the better. And I started making decisions that really, really supported the kind of person that I wanted to become. But it didn't happen overnight, truthfully. I got back from university and I just made a pact with myself that I was going to really become intentional about the kind of person I wanted to be, as well as what does that look like? So what's really interesting is that starting to build your routine happens before you even get into the logistics around your routine. It took sitting down with myself and getting a pen and paper and writing down word for word the kind of person that I wanted to become. I know that sounds incredibly cringy. And if you haven't done this before, you're probably like, that seems so forced. (laughs) But I literally sat down and I took the time to write out the qualities of someone that I would admire. And if you're having some trouble doing this, I really recommend taking a look at people that you look up to. And it doesn't have to be influencers, but for me, I definitely had a few fitness influencers. I had a few uh, fashion bloggers. I had a few lifestyle influencers that I was kind of like, I know that social media is completely just a highlight reel. And I, I really want to emphasize that, that you don't need to necessarily um, choose an influencer. Like it could just be someone that you look up to. But for me, every single time I can, I consumed those influencers content, I was inspired. I felt a fire light up within myself to be like, you know what? They have so many qualities that I personally really want to have. And I'm going to sit down and write out exactly what those qualities are. And this is how it kind of set the backbone and set the intention to then build my routine. So this is all kind of the the, pre- the preface of what you need to do before you actually go into building your routine. Or this is at least just what worked for me. But it really helps you streamline what you need to do every single day in order to reach your goals when you have a very, very firm understanding of exactly what those goals are. And for me, it just really helped to sit down and write it out. But I also want to say that there's a difference between looking up to influencers and also comparing yourself to them. I really want to emphasize that in my journey of 
this kind of <laughs> preface before making my routine and writing down what I wanted to be, I wasn't sitting there looking at influencers that lived a lifestyle completely different to mine. I wasn't looking at influencers that maybe had even an extremely different body type to me or something like that. And I wasn't writing down, I want to be skinny, like insert name here. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not what I mean. Not at all. I would literally sit down and I would say, what are the reasons as to why I look up to these people? For the most part, it was because I looked up to them because they were extremely put together or because they had a lot of travel goals that align with mine. Or maybe they were a student who was completing their master's and they were sharing that process along the way. And I was like, you know what? That's the kind of student that I want to be when I'm able to go off to my master's program. Or maybe they were on a health journey that was really similar to mine. And I wrote down every single quality that I believed them to have that kind of then inspired me. Like all of this just boils down to the fact that I was truly inspired by some of the people that I was following. And I was like, you know what? I have every capability of kind of embodying those exact traits that I look up to in other people for. So that's necessary. That's number one. Building your routine starts before you actually map out your weeks or map out what your routine should be. I think that's one of the really, one of the most important points of this episode is just that there's a lot of work that goes in before you actually get into doing your routine. And I think I want to talk a little bit about why routine is so important to me. I, like I said, I've been on this journey for about a year now, and I'm at the point where my weekly routine is something that truly keeps me afloat. It's something that every single week I feel like I go into into Monday with a level-headedness, a bit of zen, a little bit of more certainty around certain aspects of my life. Routine provides me with a certain sense of grounding. It really makes me feel in control. There's also an aspect there that um, obviously that plays into perfectionism, but not in a compulsive way, not in an obsessive way, but it gives you a little bit of a sense of control. And I think everyone can agree that feeling out of control in your life or like you're spiraling is not a great place to be. So routine kind of helps me stay grounded in that sense. And that's really important to me because if I take a look at myself from a year ago, when I was still at university, I had no sense of routine for all four years of university. And I saw the negative effects that it had on me. I felt incredibly disorganized. I wasn't meeting deadlines that I made for myself. It was really hard to make goals and stick to them. I completely fell off track in terms of my health and fitness goals, which is totally fine. There's also an aspect here of realizing that certain periods of your life are just going to not be as structured as you'd like them to be. And university is 100% one of those situations or one of those times in your life where it is really difficult to maintain a routine and you almost have to just surrender to that. I know that there's a lot of people that also have th uh, were able to thrive in university with uh, creating a routine, but for me, it was too much all at once. It's almost like I needed to focus on it uh, almost exclusively. But when I was at university, I was doing a lot of behaviors that were not really supporting my health. 
And I think that's pretty, that's generally pretty normal. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that you need to go to university and not drink or not party or avoid like social situations in order to maintain your routine. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I noticed by the end of university, just how tired I was of leading a life that just did not align with my values. And so when I got home, I was like, I need to make a change immediately. Immediately, I need to make a change. And ever since then, ever since I started to develop this sense of routine, I've just felt as though I'm living a life that's a little bit more aligned with my goals. And that's an incredible feeling to have. And it's an incredible sense of autonomy that you have over your own decisions. It's almost as though you're paying a lot of respect to yourself by sticking to the goals and sticking to your routine. You feel like you're making a goal for yourself and you're really every single day showing up for yourself. And I think that that provides a lot of confidence as well. Like it really starts to build confidence from within yourself And I think that you truly start to, I think that this confidence allows you to go internal as opposed to external resources for your well-being and for your self-esteem. I think showing up for yourself really just proves to yourself just how much you're truly capable of. And so that's why I'm, sorry, that's why routine is so, so, so important to me. Because it's a constant reminder to myself that if when I stick to my routine and when I stick to the promises that I've made to myself, I'm constantly adding to my self-esteem. I'm constantly adding to my self-confidence. And it reminds me every single day that I'm a self-sufficient human being who can do hard things. And so without further ado, (laughs) I'm going to get into my my recipe for my perfect week. And this is a little controversial, but I will personally say that my week starts on Sunday morning. So it's Sunday right now, Sunday, July 3rd, 9.37 a.m. when I'm recording this. And my week starts today. It doesn't start Monday. It starts today. Sundays, I literally, with my friends, I call it the Sunday reset. I think that's like a very, that's a buzzword that's kind of going around on TikTok right now. And I think it's very... I think generally people know what I mean when I say Sunday reset, especially if you're within the health and wellness, um, not industry, especially when you're in the health and wellness realm. Sunday reset is a bit of a buzzword, but there's something to it. There is something to it. Someone put some kind of drug in the Sunday reset because let me tell you that shit has changed my life. It's changed my routine. I cannot talk enough about how important my Sunday reset is to me. It's so funny because this is just a little side note, but I've tried to explain this to my boyfriend before, just how important my Sunday reset is to me. And I think he's finally starting to grasp just how disheveled I'll be if I'm not able to do everything that I have to on Sundays. But at first he was definitely like, what do you mean? Like, like why do you need to do all of these things on your Sunday? I will literally get into it in depth right now. So Sundays, I wake up, I'm setting the scene for you. I go on my cute little hot girl walk and this is the one time or the second time a week where I allow myself to get a treat drink. And when I say a treat drink, I mean not just a black coffee. 
I mean, I'm getting my vanilla iced latte from a cute little cafe and I'm bopping around with my cute little latte. It's important. It's necessary. I need to do it. Right after I get my coffee, I walk over to a grocery store. Personally, the one that's closest to me is Whole Foods. You can go anywhere, but <laughs> that's so annoying of me. But um, I am a Whole Foods girl at heart. I always have been. And so I bop over with my little coffee and I go get my groceries for the week. I always go in there with a list. I genuinely never go in there without a list. It's so important for me to know exactly what I'm picking up, especially when it comes to like setting a budget. And we all know how expensive Whole Foods is. There's kind of like this joke with Whole Foods that it's actually called Whole Paycheck because it's genuinely so expensive. So I go in with a general idea of what I need for the week. It's kind of difficult depends when my went on in my day that I do groceries but sometimes like today for example I have a workout class Sundays are devoted to movement groceries and doing all of these wellness promoting activities that kind of further my health and my relationship with myself so today for example I have Maddie Cassidy's hot Pilates class she is absolutely amazing if you are in Toronto you need to go to Maddie Cassidy's class at uh, sweat and tonic She's absolutely killer. I leave every single class so sore and it's a hot, like in a hot environment. So I feel like I sweat out every, <laughs> every bad thing in my body ever. And then today after that class, I'm doing my first ever Soma Dome experience. It's a pod that you sit in. So imagine this like futuristic pod, you sit in it and you do a guided meditation for 30 minutes. I'm really starting to... Inf- introduce into my routine meditation because I've done courses on uh, mindfulness and meditation before and I truly truly believe in the science behind loving kindness meditation and just how it truly adds so much value to your life and to your routine I truly don't think that there's ever a downside in taking 30 minutes even if you start off small like five minute meditations every single day I truly believe in the science behind it and I'll go into that in a completely other separate episode but basically, after I do my my workout, I walk home, I do my laundry, I do my laundry for the week, and basically, I reset my life. I put it at the baseline, the baseline of what I expect for myself in order to go through my week and function properly. Afterwards, I do my laundry, I get in the shower, and I have a V shower. I'm sure if you're on TikTok or if you're part of the wellness world you already have heard of the shower but basically it's just a longer shower where you take the time to completely exfoliate and luxuriate and wash your hair and afterwards maybe you give yourself a blowout like you really take the time to commit to that self-care aspect of resetting it really just there is no better feeling after getting out of uh, the shower (laughs) and getting into your fresh sheets your clean clothes, there is no better feeling. After that, I have a dinner that I actually take time into preparing. A lot of times it looks like a pesto pasta or salmon and roasted vegetables or what else have I been having? Orzo pasta and chicken skewers and tzatziki. Like you guys, your Sunday dinner needs to actually be ritualistic. Like when I have my Sunday dinner after doing all of the things that I said I would do in my Sunday, I feel a sense of 
like overall calm. And I sit in my backyard if it's warm out, if it's beautiful, if it's in the summer. And I have this dinner and I try and eat my meals without my phone. That's one very specific thing in my routine that I've really been trying to implement more and more. Obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't scroll on TikTok sometimes while I'm eating a meal, but there is a huge difference. I've noticed a huge difference when you just sit down without your phone and enjoy the meal and are super, super present with yourself while you're eating. It just makes, I can't even really put it into words, but it makes a huge difference in the sense of just being present. Okay. This is kind of where my routine takes a little bit of a turn. I kind of went into the, I skipped a step personally that you know, might not be relatable to other people, but Sundays I also have dedicated for the past year to my volunteering. I think it's super important. This is just a personal expectation of myself to be giving back. And I dedicate four hours of my Sunday each Sunday to uh, volunteering at a suicide helpline. And you might be like, wow, what a stark difference from taking care of yourself, from doing all this self-care And like being very zen to then doing like suicide helpline work. (laughs) And trust me, like I understand how genuinely odd it sounds. But in order for me to do my volunteering job well, in order for me to do my job well during the week, my actual nine to five, I need to do these acts of self-care. And it's imperative for me to do these acts of self-care because my jobs are so demanding. Truthfully, a lot of the reason behind my Sunday reset is that my volunteer job in and of itself can be very, very emotionally taxing. But I find when I'm able to do my routine, when I'm able to afterwards have self-care, when I'm able to sit down and have a dinner afterwards, when I'm able to chat with a friend maybe that evening or my boyfriend or my mom and just kind of debrief a little bit, that's how I'm able to stay afloat and it genuinely keeps me on point and able to do a really great job at what I do. So I know that not everyone, (laughs) I know that that's not really a relatable part of this episode, but that's another reason as to why my routine is just so incredibly important to me is because there is an aspect of it that how well I'm able to devote myself to my volunteering as well as my job relies on mental calmness and mental clarity, which I do get from maintaining my routine. So then I wake up Monday morning My lunch is ready to go. My breakfast is already made. I head off to work. I work my nine to five. I work in a family medicine clinic. And after my Friday, sorry, after my nine to five, I spend time regrouping at home in whatever way I want. Personally, when it's during the week for me, Monday to Friday, I'm devoted to work. The only day that I typically go out during the week is Tuesday when I have a date night with my boyfriend which is necessary for the well-being of our relationship. It's completely necessary in order for us to feel connected to each other. So that's never something that I regret. And it's just something that I work into my routine. But I'm not going out Monday to Friday. I'm not going to bars. I'm not going to happy hour, which is just a personal, personal decision for me. And if you're able to do that without it completely disheveling you, I'm genuinely, I'm, I'm like, I'm envious of you. Because if I were to drink during the week, I think I would genuinely spiral. I don't know why. But anyways, Fridays and Saturdays are my days to do whatever I want. Typically, Saturdays are when I add in uh, movement somewhere. I spend time with friends. Friday night, maybe I go out. That's where balance plays a huge, huge, huge role in my life. I am not 
this girl that is super on point and on routine 24 seven. As much as my routine as reju is rejuvenating and it makes me feel amazing, there's an aspect of that that like you need social interaction. You need to go let loose with your friends. You need to go out on Fridays. You need to live life as though you're actually a 20 year old and not a grandma all the time. Okay. Like I love being a grandma 80% of the time and doing my resets and doing my weekly routine and going to my yoga classes and my Pilates classes. But, 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 but I also need to let loose on Fridays, need to go see my friends need to go out for a cute little dinner, need to get dressed up because genuinely during the week I'm in scrubs or I'm in like work clothing. That is my time to be this completely separate version of myself. (laughs) And I do it without fail every single weekend. I do it and I plan for it. So technically it's still in my routine. (laughs) So basically at the end of the day, your routine is going to look incredibly different than mine. I'm not sitting here telling you to be like, okay, I'm going to go to hot Pilates and do everything exactly like Lucy. And this is how I'm going to map out my week. Like it is trial and error that has gotten me to this point. This routine has been a year in the making and it started out completely different. Like I was, it's literally trial and error. I was doing things so differently before. I didn't even have a Sunday reset for half of this year. And as soon as I started doing it, it completely changed my life. I think if you're someone like me, who really thrives off of having structure. I've always been someone like that. I always have really appreciated structure in my life and always really appreciated knowing what comes next. Which again, a little pro- a little side note, a little aside, you're not always going to have this sense of certainty, but if you have that little bit of control in your life around your routine, it just helps to keep you on point. There's always going to be uncertainty in your life and I feel as though coming back to yourself and coming back to your routine is just one thing that helps mitigate the negative side effects of maybe feeling like you're spiraling or like you don't know what you're doing or not knowing what to do with yourself. It always, always allows you to come back to yourself. And I think that's one part of routine that is just so incredibly underrated is that yes, you're meeting your personal expectations and you're growing your confidence, which is all amazing attributes to sticking to a routine, but you're also setting yourself up for success. In such uncertain situations, you're setting yourself up for success. And I think at the end of the day, if you're going through something, if you are having trouble showing up for yourself, it may seem counterproductive, but the best thing that you can do for yourself at that time is as hard as it is, sit down and realize that you have so much control of your life. When everything else around you seems to be spiraling, maybe you're having relationship issues. Maybe you're in a fight with your friend. Maybe your boss is mad at you for something, or you made a really big mistake at work, or maybe you just didn't get into your master's program, or maybe you're experiencing a loss or you're grieving, or you're just dealing with the tribes and tribulations of every single day. Truly coming back to yourself with this routine is such a sense of grounding, provides such a sense of grounding. And it shows to you that there is some consistency in your life when everything else around you is spiraling. In the busy world that we have with all of the social media, with everything going on, with our nine to fives, with trying to balance everything, this is the way that you organize your life in order for it to work in your favor. I can't emphasize enough just how important it is to find out for yourself what really matters to you and make the time for it. 
Because at the end of the day, when you're taking care of yourself, you are allowing yourself to blossom and to flourish into the person that you want to become. It shows so, so, so much respect for yourself. It's setting the tone. It's setting the standards for the relationship that you have with yourself, but also the relationship that you have with others. That's why routines are so much more than just going to Pilates or going to get a green juice or, you know, going on a hot girl walk. There's so much more than that. They're literally a, a lifestyle and it's literally building the habits that you want to have in the long term. And so with that, it's now 9.52 <laughs> and I am just about to go get ready, put on a cute little outfit, go pick up my ice, my ice latte and get over to my workout class. I'm so happy that you guys tuned in today to chat a little bit more about my routine and about how important it is to me. And I hope that this episode inspired you to maybe take some time and maybe make your own routine for this week and just try it out. Try it out for a week. See how you feel. I would love to hear about it. My DMs are always open and I would love to chat more with you about what you did this week to aid becoming the better version of yourself. You can also take a look down below if you're listening on Spotify and see this week's question that I've attached to this episode. And if you respond, I will address it in my next episode, which could be super cool. And again, I just want to thank you guys for listening and have an amazing Sunday reset. Bye, guys.